Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Trickeration. Welcome to Trickeration, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome back to Trickeration, your number one spot for stories about deception in sports. Thanks, everyone, for listening. This is our 11th episode so far. So if you've missed any, please go back into the archives and check them out. We've got a ton of great stuff, including a hockey goon's guide to stopping Vladimir Putin on the ice, as well as stories from people who resisted Officer Shaquille O'Neal in a very special interview with Michael Jordan. So be sure to check those out. Today, we have a diabolical tale about a madman who bucked the system to do what he thought was right. Enjoy the show. You get a Hall of Fame vote after 10 consecutive years of baseball being one of your primary sports. And and when the votes come out, there's guys who look at everybody's ballot. Most people just thought, this guy is a psycho. He voted for J.J. Poots. <laughs> What's he thinking? But there's a story there. And I think it'll make people smile. And sometimes that's the most important thing. When the results of the 2020 Baseball Hall of Fame vote were announced, one ballot came under extreme attack. The one that had left off Derek Jeter, whose induction came one vote short of unanimous. But it was another curious ballot that drew my attention. The one with a check mark next to the name of journeyman reliever, J.J. Poots. The Poots Hall of Fame vote was cast by veteran Michigan sports writer, Steve Kornacki, and it quickly drew the ire from the kind of people who tend to worry about this kind of thing. Online, the ballot was called illegitimate, a mockery of the hall and a sham, and my favorite, a muffin choker. Last year, 397 baseball writers had Hall of Fame votes. 396 felt J.J. Poots was not a Hall of Famer. Here's the story of the one guy who did. And so there I was starting out in 1984, the first year I covered baseball, covering the team I loved as a kid. I was born in Wyandotte, Michigan, and raised in Trenton, Michigan. Uh, Trenton, Michigan also is where J.J. Poots is from. 
it's a sports hotbed. You know, Detroit's kind of a sports crazy town. And then you, you learn you have to be a reporter and not a fan. And, and that's part of the process, you know, that every kid who covers teams from his home area goes through. And so you and Poots went to the same high school. He was class of 95. What year were you? 74. 74. And then when he was in high school, were you covering him at all? Or did you hear anything about him? I knew of him. You know, you keep track of your hometown. And and I realized they had this really outstanding pitcher who, you know, helped them win the state championship. And uh, he goes to Michigan, my favorite school, and does big things there. And then as an aside, his grandmother and my mother were friends. They went to the same church. And how would you describe Poots's career after he left Michigan? He was a standout relief pitcher and closer. And he had a couple of really outstanding years. He, I've jotted down some stats here. He had 40 saves and allowed only 32 hits in 2007. And he had 45 saves another year. And I mean, he was a closed down closer. And it's a job that very, very few shine for more than five years. And he didn't shine for much more than that. But, you know, 189 saves, that's pretty good. But he he had a real solid career. And, you know, for that decade was one of the better closers of that time. Made one all-star team. That sounds very accurate to describe him. Pretty good, solid. He was a guy that, you know, had a great 2007, was 13th in the MVP that year in, in the AL. He, he had some good years. I think he had six years with a sub three ERA, um, but pretty good, solid. I, I would say those are all accurate. And how would you describe, uh, God, I've been saying putts for my entire life. So hearing it's Poots is going to be an adjustment, but how would you describe JJ Poots's personality? He's a, uh, an effervescent guy. You know, he's just one of those people who enjoys life and enjoys the people in his life and enjoys what he's doing. And he's a, he's a, he's a positive force. And, you know, he, he was a great player. And as they say, you know, it's almost a cliche, but an even greater person. So 2020, you get the blank ballot. Take me through the process of opening up the ballot. And then also tell me a little bit about your process for how you decide who you're going to vote for and who you're not going to vote for. When I first started, you got a ballot eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper with the names on it, three columns usually. You only can vote for 10 guys. And I seldom have voted for 10 guys. Maybe I've never voted for 10 guys, but I usually vote for between five and eight guys. And so I don't want to automatically check JJ's name because what if there are 10 guys who I'm going to vote for for sure, you know, that I really think are Hall of Famers. So I go down the ballot, I go through and I go, you know, let's say it's Derek Jeter's year. I go, Derek Jeter? Yeah, I don't, I'm not looking at his statistics. You know, I don't need to look at Derek Jeter's statistics. I don't need to look at Mariano Rivera's statistics. And so you go through and those guys just boom, boom, boom. Now comes the grind, you know, of guys that, okay, I'm pretty sure I'm going to vote for those two guys, but let me look at their stats. I think most people vote almost entirely on your offensive stats. They don't even hardly take your defense into account unless you're Ozzie Smith. You know, most people, they look at the offensive numbers. You never hear them talking about a guy's defense. And it's huge. And so, you know, you, you take everything into account if, you, if, if I think your numbers are borderline. There's one other thing I consider. And this is the thrust of it. Okay. When Phil Garner was named the manager of the Detroit Tigers at the end of 1999, I was covering the Tigers. 
And I went out to Houston to spend a couple of days with Phil. And so we're sitting around his den and I was sitting there in a big cushy leather chair talking with, with Phil and we're talking about his career and his managing and all this. And I look up on the wall and there is a Hall of Fame ballot with like six or seven names checked off. One of them is Phil Garner. And it was from a guy who, I forget his name, I should, I, I, I knew the reporter who did it, but I, his name is escaping me right now. But he voted for Phil. And then he mailed a copy of the ballot to Phil and Phil framed it. And I said, that's pretty darn good. I said, why did he vote for you? And he said he voted for me because of the way I went about playing the game. And, you know, I was a pretty strong player. I didn't have Hall of Fame numbers. But he said what he took into account was how I treated the game, what kind of teammate I was, what kind of leader I was, what kind of a person I was, how I was with reporters, how I was with the fans. And so the guy voted for him because he thought Phil Garner was an outstanding baseball player in every way. And so I thought, hmm, you know, I'm going to think about that. And so now when I see a J.J. Poots on the ballot, I, I give him a vote. Because I know he's not going to get in the Hall of Fame, but it's a way, and I've voted for other players, and, and I wish I had a list, but I don't. Um, Pie Conham on one hand. Guys who, when I saw him on the ballot, I said, those guys were special. They were special to baseball. They had, they had strong careers. And maybe someday they're going to put something up in their den showing that they got at least one Hall of Fame vote. And it's something, I just saw how much it meant to Phil, you know? And I thought, I'm going to do that for guys who I think were special. I voted for JJ because of what he brought to the game, knowing it's not going to affect him getting into Cooperstown. It's, it's, it's a bouquet. He gets my lifetime achievement vote. My, you know what? My Phil Garner vote. That's a better name for it. So it's just a way of honoring a player who meant a lot, not only to his teams, but to the game. Did things just above and beyond the call of duty. Bravo. You know, you're a Hall of Famer in my eyes. Time for a quick break. On the other side, Kornacki reveals the next outlier Hall of Fame vote he has planned. And later I speak with J.J. Poots to hear what the Hall of Fame vote meant to him. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. 
And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. And how much did it play a factor that you guys went to the same high school, your grandmothers were friends? How much did that play into like, hey, I'll throw this guy a bone and I like JJ Poots and I want to do this thing for him because I'm a human being and I think it's a nice thing to do. I think it's I think it's a small factor. I think, you know, the fact that JJ is from my hometown, he, he went to the college that I now work for. Uh, you know, there's some factor there. I'm sure that enters into it, but it had more to do with him being like Phil Garner. And when you voted for Poots, did you look at people's response on Twitter? How much did you pay attention to that? Oh, I saw a few things popped up on Twitter and a couple of people, you know, kind of like, you know, gave me the raspberry, so to speak, you know, and when the votes come out, there's guys who like look at everybody's ballot and send a tweet out about it. And, uh, you know, they find what they don't agree with, but they don't know the story that, and I think it's really cool that you had an interest in this, Matt, because it shows that you're a good storyteller because you can sense a good story somewhere. Whereas most people just thought, this guy is a psycho. He voted for J.J. Poots. <laughs> What's he thinking? I remember where I was when I heard that J.J. Poots got a Hall of Fame vote. I was, <laughs> oh, wow. I was in my car picking up my kids and the report comes on the radio and says, Derek Jeter gets in one vote short of unanimous. And then he mentions... Couple of guys get one vote: Ibanez, JJ Poots, Brad Penny, and so I put on my detective glasses or, or put in my detective pipe, and I was like, "I'm going to get to the bottom of the story." And I go sleuthing around the internet, <laughs> and I find out that you know I find your ballot, and I, I got the whole serial killer wall going up with you in the middle and the, the red string and I've got the high school and I, I'm, I'm proving this case that, that, you know, this guy is this ultimate Homerism vote. But I was like, I thought it was, it was the wrong thing to do. And then I was thinking about why I thought it was. And I was like, it didn't, this is the most victimless crime of all time. This is the most insignificant act of deception yeah. of all time. And I actually love this. And I, I didn't know why you did it, but I was like, what a nice thing to do. This must have meant the world to Poots. And I wanted to hear the story. That's tremendous. I mean, I'm just picturing you driving down the road going, you know, with what you just described, Matt. And, and, and that's part of it right there. I mean, what are sports if they're not fun? Some people take it all too seriously, think everything is cut and dried. You know, everything's black and white. And it's not. I mean... You know, people have opinions on everything connected to sports and nothing's more subjective than a vote. So I think that 
there's nothing wrong with any vote as long as you can back it. As long as you can say, here's why I did it. Now, okay, you can disagree with that or agree with that, whatever you want. But um, here's why I did it. I can back it up. And do you have any candidates for who will be receiving a Phil Garner vote in future years? You know, I, I definitely have one. And actually, I think he's a borderline, but probably a little under the borderline candidate, Tory Hunter. I will be voting for Tory Hunter. It was my privilege to cover Tory for two years. I wish it could have been 20. That guy's Mr. Baseball. You know, he just, he's what every team hopes for when they draft a player. If you can do all, not only play the game at an all-star level, but be an all-star in every other thing that you're, you touch. You know, that's, that's you've gone above and beyond being a baseball player. And, and Tory did that repeatedly. I mean, I could go on and on. And so Tory Hunter will definitely get the Phil Garner Award. What message would you give to the people who say, oh, they should take this guy's vote away. He doesn't take it seriously. What would you say to those people? I mean, I could understand somebody saying, why in the heck did he vote for him? But unless you know the story, and the most important thing to me is I'm not affecting the outcome. I'm not wasting a vote that should go to somebody else, like I stipulated earlier, that if I had 10 candidates and I'm held to only 10, that I spent one on him as opposed to a guy who had you know, legitimate numbers to get in, then I would be affecting the vote. You know, I, I, I'm doing it as a, as a way of acknowledging special people in the game to make sure that they get to smile when the vote, when the voting comes out and go, gosh, dang, somebody voted for me. That's cool. Uh, because I know what it meant to Phil. And did JJ know you were going to do this? And assuming he didn't, what was his response when he found out? Still haven't talked to him. I, I just figured it would come up at some point in time. And I thought, I thought of sending him an email or a text or something like that. Like I'm the guy, you know, <laughs> you know, I gave you that vote. But I, I knew that he'd find out for the same reason you found out. Is, is you can go and look at the ballots. I would rather have it just happen in a natural way rather than, hey, look what I did for you. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't want to do that. So the next time our paths cross, we'll have a we'll have a good conversation about it. JJ Poots currently works as a special assistant for the Arizona Diamondbacks, the team he finished his career with. I called Poots to find out how much he knew about the Hall of Fame vote which was surprisingly not much. But first he talked about what the Baseball Hall of Fame means to him. I mean, it is truly one of the most special things in sports, I would say in all of sports, the Baseball Hall of Fame. I mean, it, it, what it takes to just get to the big leagues and play a day in the big leagues is incredible. To have a career as a major baseball player is even more incredible than to be in that top tier of those players. I don't think anybody truly realizes what it takes to become one of the all-time greatest and have your name in that Hall of Fame. When you were at your peak, I would say probably 2007, but you had a, a couple of years where you were one of the top relievers in baseball. Did it ever enter your mind, I could be a Hall of Famer if I'm able to continue this, or that was not even something you thought about for one second? Honestly, it was nothing I ever thought about. Even when my, I found out my name was on the ballot, I was kind of like, you know, shocked. I kept saying to everybody, they're like, listen, I'd be pumped if I got one vote. And 
the votes came out. And like I said, I was hoping for one, and somehow, somewhere, some guy gave me a vote. And then do you sleuth around and look online and try and figure out who voted for you? No, I, I didn't. I don't know who it was. Well, I am here to tell you the circumstance behind this vote. Okay, I'm ready to hear it. So Steve Kornacki is a fellow uh, Michigander, if that's the, the term you use. He covered the Tigers uh, as a longtime Michigan sports writer. He went to Trenton High School, the same high school as you. Okay, now we're connecting the dots a little bit. His grandmother went to church with your grandmother. Wow. And here's why he voted for you. He doesn't know you, obviously, but he always appreciated the way you went about things and the way you carried yourself. He knew that you weren't on performance alone a Hall of Famer, but he felt he wasn't taking a vote away from anyone. And he thought this would be a nice way to give you what he called a bouquet and say thank you for what you did as a player and how you conducted yourself on and off the field. So that's why he gave you a Hall of Fame vote. Wow, that's, uh, those are pretty powerful words right there. Um, thank you. That's all. I mean, that's really all I can say. Um, you know, I always tried to, to play the game right and, and treat people right. And, you know, I, there, there's so many good names on that ballot that got votes and some that didn't get votes. And, you know, to say that you got a vote is pretty cool. Something I'll remember. And I guess the last thing I'd say is when you run into him, what would you say to him? Well, the first thing I would say is, and he, he would probably understand this more than anybody, would you like to go to Mr. Nick's and let me buy you a beer? I would just like to, you know, I don't know if we can shake hands at this point, but I'd like to give him an elbow bump and just, you know, tell him something I'll never forget. And um, just a big thank you. All right. I'd also like to extend a big thank you to Steve Kornacki for coming on the pod to explain the story behind the ballot. And thanks also to J.J. Poots. I don't know what Mr. Nix is, but I sure hope that beer happens soon. And I hope all you guys are enjoying hearing these stories as much as I am reporting them. If you have ideas or tips for future shows, please send me a note at trickerationnation at gmail.com or on Twitter and Instagram at trickeration. And please rate and review the show, though a quick cautionary note, I heard something about a virus going around. If you click on anything less than five stars, not sure the details there. And as we do every week, we check in with the legend, Chris Mad Dog Russo. Chris, how'd we do? Maddie, good job. Keep up the good work, pal. Thanks, Chris. All right, that's it. Talk to you guys next week. Trickeration is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.